With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. I'm for Stable Mail. Troy Corstens joins us now. Troy, good morning to you. Geez, you must be Morning, looking... Gareth. How are you? I'm well, mate. Did I, I caught up with you. I was lucky enough to catch up with you in England. Geez, it was a lot of fun over there. And your fella, right. he ran, he, he doesn't know how to run a bad race. I thought he was a sneaky chance there at the 400. Yeah, so did I. I got a little bit excited. I sort of uh, bent the knees a little bit and went to uh, get a lot excited, but it didn't quite come off. But, gee, gee it's a, a great experience, isn't it? Yeah, and we were having a chat about it and I mentioned this a little bit yesterday on my first day back, there's a lot of people that from Australia that I talked to at the races, and there was a lot of young people there from Australia that I caught up with in the Queen Anne section saying, Gareth, why can't we replicate what they do at Ascot? And in a perfect world, we would love to do it, Troy, but with our funding model and the way that we go about it, it's impossible, basically, but... I enjoyed that day. You get there around 12.30. The first race is at 2.30. So you have a picnic before the first race or you walk around Ascot and then you have a bit of a party after the races. Um, and there's only seven races. So I think they do it pretty well. Oh, they do it. They, it's extraordinary. And it, they're there about the horse and uh, they're just really interested in everything that is going on and the actual race and stuff like that. It's I think there's lots of stuff that we could take out of it and, yeah. and bring back here. And I know you say it is, it, it's a very different model, but there's certainly stuff that we could um, at least try, I think. Yeah, so they do it five days, don't they? And we do the Flemington Carnival over four days. So I think, and I know that the VRC and the ATC were there, so it'll be interesting to see if they do take anything back from their experience at Ascot. They would have been there before, but... What we don't have is a Frankie de Tory, and I know that he's retiring. We get to see him at Flemington. He probably hasn't got the 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 aura about him here in Australia like he does over in the UK. But he is one man that does transcend the sport, and I think he's an example to a few of the jocks in this country. Is that um, we need more Frankies? You need to be up and about and entertaining, and and he does a wonderful job in promoting this game. Spot on, and you know what? When he when he came up in the royal carriage, he was uh, nearly as popular as the king was. So I think he it was. Was, uh, was really good to see, wasn't it? And he is he's such a showman, and um, I, I think we we do have it a little bit here. But I think it's the Aussie mentality that uh, you know you get the show off, and and everybody sort of tries to knock them down. Where we should be encouraging that sort of stuff because you know he is one of the greatest in the industry, and and he loves to to play to it. Yep. Uh, spot on, mate. What about Magnus Spin in that second race there at Flemington? Is he ready to win this preparation? My word, he is. I'm really looking forward to seeing him race on yep. Saturday. He's probably um, one of the ones I'm most excited about Saturday and can't wait. Yeah, and he's been in really good form this preparation. Luke Campbell claims too, which will help him as well. I've got a lot of time for this young kid from the West. Yeah, he's a great kid, isn't he? He's, yep. uh, he's only ridden for me a couple of times so far, but I, I give him a, a bit of an opportunity on Saturday. He's got two good rides for me and uh, looking forward to seeing what he can do with them. Defiant Diva, she's never really far away. Um, 
can she break through at Flemington on Saturday in the, the Rising Stars final? I think she can. Back to the mile, yeah. Gareth, and she, again, she gets the three kilos off. It won't, she hasn't carried that weight for a long time. My only little question mark is she's coming towards the end of her preparation, um, but she has. I do think she has been looking for the mile, and um, she's ready to run a good race. Okay, then we move to Hill Rip in race number four over the 1,400 metres. Um, could he cause a little bit of an upset? He's way over the odds. He yeah. he's a he's a really nice horse. Second up, he was terrific at Mornington. First up, he had no luck against uh, Legio Ten, which was a really good race at Bendigo. And then last start, I shouldn't have run him. I uh, I, I, I we we didn't think that he'd get through the heavy track, and we thought, all right, let's find out once and for all. We ran him, and he ran terrible. So he'll never see a heavy track again, and he can yep. definitely bounce back and run really well. That's a good push. $28 there with Bet365. And then your feely goes around in the Biley handicap. You win this, you get a free ticket into the Yokes. And she she had to fight there the other day. I thought she was going to win by a length or so, and that second horse for Moody um, kicked back strongly. But she's got a strong desire to get the job done, Troy. She trained on nicely. Yeah, she's really good. Um, and you know what, Gareth, I, I, I sort of had it in the back of my mind. If you look at her pedigree, she's not meant to be a stayer. No. And I just thought, I've told um, the other owners in, I said, listen, let's find out. We'll, we'll run her over the 1800 and we'll see if she can stay and we'll see if we can set her, try and set her for an oak. So she's uh, she's been pretty good to us. We paid $13,000 for her. Um, she's won a listed race now and um, she owes us nothing and, and we'll, we'll get to find out if she can stay a bit further on Saturday. We all know that you can find a, a horse at, um, with your stable. So when you purchased her, did you when you looked at her at, at that price, did you think that she might get over a trip? What was your thinking behind um, I had her? no idea. No. But um, I tell you, Dean, I do a lot of work with Dean Harvey and uh, we race a lot of horses together. And he'd gone through all of the Breeze Up videos over yep. in New Zealand. And it, we usually trade horses to Hong Kong and stuff like that. So he put a filly on my list. I thought, And then I rang him. I said, well, why is there a filly on the list? He said, I just really liked its Breeze. The minute it came out, Gareth, I said, I don't care what it costs. It's coming home with us. Yeah. I just loved her. She was just a beautiful so, filly. So what's the secret? I'd never heard of. Yeah, either of all. I was just looking at that. Um, so what's this? Like, I'm fascinated to work out with these breeze up. So I think they're becoming more popular. Um, and I, I see it. I've like, I've, I've got a couple of mates in these breeze up horses as well. And, and sometimes they can get pretty keen when they get back home. Um, what did you like about her and how do you pick out your breeze horses? Yeah, she just had a nice fluent action. I'm not, I don't really worry too much about times. I just sort of, you more look at uh, their action and the way they do it. And I, I'm very big on attitude at the sales and stuff like that. So that's what we look for when we do it. So do you think she'll get a strong 1,800 metres? I do. Yeah, my yeah. gut tell when I first, um, when, when she ran first up down the straight, I just thought, oh, God, she, you know, she wants 2,000 metres. So I'm really looking forward to seeing if she can handle the 1,800 on Saturday. And when you look at that race, like uh, line them up, Louis was brave behind your filly, but I think Sun Source, you got him covered. Um, and then you got that Sydney Galloper line of five with the different form lines. But usually in these staying races for the juveniles, they, they hold their form pretty well. Yeah, she does She does go up a lot in weight. You've yeah. got you to gotta look at that. But um, again, Billy, Billy Pinn gets to, to claim on her this time, which he didn't get to do last start. So that should be a little bit of a help to us. So. Are we having Looking a bet? 
Are we having a bet? More importantly, uh, I, I don't punt, but I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't put anyone off put it, having something on it. That's for sure. Yep, dolphin skin. I like Magnus spin as well, so I might do the all up. Um, place, place. No place and win. Each way, Magnus spin into the to the win for dolphin skin. Perfect. Good on you. Thanks for that, Troy, mate. Good on you, guys. There's Troy Corstens. I do think that Moody's horse will be hard to beat in that race. By the way. Um,